You're listening to Behind the Impact, the podcast that looks at how the most philanthropic companies on the planet are making impact as told by the very change makers that make it happen. Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of Behind the Impact. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown, and in this episode, Michelle Baltrusitis, the social impact manager at Fiverr, joins the show. Michelle, welcome to Behind the Impact. Thank you for having me. Very excited to chat with you about everything that's been going on at Fiverr from a social impact perspective. But before we get into Fiverr and everything that you're working on at the company, I would love to learn more about your background and how you actually got into the profession. So can you give me that that kind of history, if you will? Definitely. So um, I will start back when I was in college. I was pursuing a business degree and I had actually come back from abroad my junior year and sat down with a counselor and said, I need to drop out of business school. This is not working for me. I want to do more. Um, And the counselor kind of candidly looked at me and said, you have two more business classes. I would not be doing my job if I didn't kind of encourage you to continue down this path. And from that experience, I started to look into what the business school had to offer a bit deeper. And I found a sub-concentration called business and society. And I wound up enrolling that semester in a class called social enterprise in Nicaragua. And this class, um, we learned all about social entrepreneurship, but specifically it had a focus on sustainable farming and specifically around coffee. And so I kind of had this aha moment here. The, the class wound up culminating in a trip to Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic where we visited coffee cooperatives, we visited garment factories paying a fair living wage. And I had this moment where I kind of knew I just wanted to work in impact from there on out. I think I'm one of the few who kind of had this plan really early on to jump directly into social impact pretty early on in their career. So after that experience, I had started interning at some nonprofits. I engaged in grant writing. I was supporting a founder with her expansion strategy. She was working to bring quality education to Central America. And after that, my first real postgraduate experience was a a Fulbright scholar. And I was teaching English in Bogota, Colombia. And that was just the most incredible experience that I could have had postgraduate. It pushed me out of my comfort zone. I was living in a new city. I was also doing something I had never done before. I didn't have too much experience teaching English. And I was teaching English with university students. So a lot of the students were my age, if not older. But I think when you think about community impact, social impact, the work that teachers do actually isn't too far from that. Um, They're shaping the future generations they are creating these one-on-one relationships with their students. And I had kind of grown up seeing that. My mom is a high school math teacher and has been for the past 20 years or so. So that experience was great. And I think it kind of kept me hungry to feel that level of impact that I was feeling as a teacher throughout the rest of my career. And so some additional background is that 
I had actually accepted a consulting offer my senior year. They had graciously allowed me to defer that to pursue this experience. And so I knew I was coming back to consulting. So I did that, dove right into that world for two years. And the reason why I actually wound up choosing this boutique consulting firm over some of the larger ones was because they actually had a social impact arm. And so this work was on a volunteer basis. On top of your casework, you could also mentor a nonprofit or engage in resume writing workshops or interview prep. And so I kind of had that connection during the two years that I was doing consulting to social impact. Um, And I had started to look at social impact specific jobs and I had been monitoring the space on LinkedIn and the different posts that came up for a good number of months. And I saw the Fiverr role pop up and I, I thought, how is this possible that this exists? I felt like it aligned so perfectly with my background and and kind of the work I was doing through consulting, a lot of strategy, program creation, and ultimately the stars aligned. And I, I took the leap and I've been here for a little over a year and a half now. When you think back on your time, uh- at the nonprofit, as well as a Fulbright Scholar um, opportunity. Do you see any overlap uh, when it comes to the actual role that you're in now in terms of like the lessons that you've learned? Yep, definitely. Yeah, I think that's a really good question. The first thing that comes to mind is the importance of understanding the needs of the community that you're working to support. So I think for when I was teaching English, it was really, really important for me to meet my students where they were, understand what they were actually looking for by me being there. Was it speaking to a native speaker to improve their grammar? Was it for them to just have that connection point to a different culture? Um, And I think the same can be said for my work at the nonprofit. And I, I carry those lessons into Fiverr today. Whenever I'm building a program, I'm really questioning, you know, who is this program for? Do we have a good understanding of what the needs are? And are we building specifically for that? So speaking of Fiverr, let's get into that a little bit. Can For the three people in the world that don't know who Fiverr is, can you explain what the company does? Sure. So Fiverr exists to change how the world works together. In the simplest of terms, Fiverr is a global marketplace that connects freelancers with businesses and or individuals for digital services. So we operate in over 160 different countries and 600 different categories, ranging anywhere from 3D design to programming to content creation, video animation, translation, you name it, you can kind of find a freelancer on Fiverr that will do it for you. And when you joined Fiverr, was there already some type of social impact program or volunteerism in place, or were you specifically hired to build that capacity? Yeah, so I was the first dedicated social impact hire, but there were pieces in motion before I had joined or pieces that were starting to get set up right as I had joined we have a foundation called the colors foundation and that is led out of our headquarters which is actually in israel Um, and so that work had just gotten started in 2020 and we also had just completed one of the first years of our accelerator 
program for Black-owned businesses called the Future Collective. So a lot of my scope coming in was one, to scale the Future Collective, but two, to think about the more holistic social impact strategy, the focus areas that we wanted to pursue and kind of how these disparate efforts could be tied together. So it sounds like you were really hired to to be the glue, to, to glue all the pieces together and create a, co- a cohesive strategy. Right. Perfect. And in terms of that strategy, what what does the strategy look like today in terms of where you see Fiverr going from an impact perspective? Yeah, I think Fiverr inherently has a purpose-driven mission. We're working to help people find work. But what I, what I really like is our purpose statement, which is to help anyone in the world to build their business brand or dreams. And what I did with the social impact strategy is you really break down that word anyone. And you say, if we're saying anyone, we really need to recognize that not everyone starts on a level playing field. And there are different systemic structures, cultural barriers that make it more difficult for certain people to reach their full potential and their dreams. And so the social impact strategy as it stands today has three different focus areas, economic opportunity, freelancer well-being, and nonprofit impact. That is a effective way of going about creating a strategy. So it sounds like in terms of the programs that you're, you're, overseeing and trying to build out, everything aligns back to that purpose statement. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah, I think that's definitely the intention of what we're trying to do. I think social impact is a really interesting space where you're always going to want to do as much good as possible. But in order to really go deep um, and have the impact that you want, I believe at least that you need to pick one to three core issues that you're working to solve and make sure that your work ladders up into that. Yes, that I have definitely experienced that a time or two from different conversations I've had with people, especially in this in this line of, of work. Everyone wants to do so many different things. And, and when it comes to this type of work, there are so many things that you can do. But being able to hone in on just a few core things, ultimately, that is what breeds effectiveness because you can't do everything. Right. And I think specifically in corporate social impact, understanding what are those areas where your brand can achieve the most authentic impact to your brand. So we have hundreds of thousands of um, freelancers and entrepreneurs on our platform every day. And so it's a natural kind of extension for us to use our social impact work to support underrepresented entrepreneurs or vulnerable populations that might not have access to jobs and might benefit from freelancing. What are some of the ways Fiverr is leveraging that community of entrepreneurs uh, in terms of finding opportunities to leverage their collective knowledge and experience and willingness to give back? How, How is the company leveraging that at all? Yeah, I think this is a really interesting space where there's so much potential there. I think we have so much talent on the platform um, and yeah, the the options are kind of limitless for how they can be leveraged for impact. I think right now, an example of how we're doing that is the Future Collective is our accelerator for Black-owned businesses. It's six months and we give them 
capital, both in the form of cash and Fiverr credits, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and nine to 10 weeks of workshops on different business topics. And so we have created a really authentic community around this program. And we just had two of the Future Collective alumni who are entrepreneurs. They gave a talk to this other community of entrepreneurs that was brought to us by an organization um, called Start Small, Think Big. They support underrepresented entrepreneurs. And so we kind of had this nice closed loop of social impact alumni supporting other entrepreneurs that we were working to support. I love that. How did the accelerator get started? Was that already in place before you got there? Yeah. Yes. So Future Collective had just wrapped its first year when I had started and I came in, we doubled the cohort size from five to 10. Now we're in our third year. It's actually going to be 12 entrepreneurs that are part of the cohort. And it's just been the most exciting program to work on and to develop. I'm pretty in the weeds with it. So I'm able to see the impact day to day work with these entrepreneurs and their stories are, are just incredible for how they've used not only Fiverr, um, but also the, the resources the program has given them to, to grow and scale their business ventures. So as you probably already know, there is this shift in the social impact space towards trying to align impact work with business outcomes. And I've started to also notice a lot more companies from the executive team looking at their social impact teams and trying to figure out how can we turn this into a revenue generator. And just from a, a shift in, in the scope of social impact and trying to align it back to business outcomes, I'm very curious to learn how you're thinking of your strategy at Fiverr and aligning it to some of the outcomes that the business wants to drive. Can you talk a little bit yeah, about that? So I, yeah. So I love this question. I think coming from the business side, I'm always looking into how our social impact strategy programs, partnerships can align with Fiverr business objectives. And I think we know that CSR, corporate social responsibility, increases customer retention, it increases loyalty, attracts top talent. Um, but I think it's, it's super important in terms of growing the social impact function, getting more resources. Um, I really see the programs at Fiverr under social impact as drivers for this program growth. And of course, I always look at these programs with an impact lens, um, but not far behind that is business objectives. So an example of that is we do these small business Kickstarters where we will partner with nonprofits supporting underrepresented entrepreneurs, mostly solopreneurs, to provide their communities with Fiverr credits for these solopreneurs to grow their businesses using Fiverr. And we did a really interesting study based off of one of our kind of longstanding partnerships with an NGO supporting specifically female solopreneurs and saw that actually these solopreneurs were spending more than the credits that we had given them. And we were getting first time buyers from these programs. We were getting second time buyers from these programs. And I think um, it was really interesting to look at this program specifically, not just as a social impact program, but as a program that could potentially drive long-term growth for the business. And we had a really interesting testimonial. I remember it was this one woman who had owned a childcare 
service. And she had said, you know, I had never heard of Fiverr before this program. I got the credits and now Fiverr has a customer for life. I think she used the credits to build an email campaign or funnel. And, and she was, she was hooked and she was like, this was my number one challenge as an entrepreneur. I just didn't know what to do about it for the longest time. I didn't have the resources. And so hearing those types of things are exciting. And I think um, it's a really good example of how we can take a program that was designed to create impact first, but shifting how we measure success of it, measuring some different objectives, we can actually position it as a, as a program for growth as well. And speaking of measuring success, how do you measure the success of your programs? Yeah. So right now, each of our programs have different metrics, I think. For the Future Collective, which is an accelerator program, we're looking at things like revenue growth of the business, number of employees after the six-month customer base increases. So it's very specific to kind of entrepreneurship. I think we're at an exciting phase now where we're looking at what some of those more top-line metrics could look like. So how can we measure, you know, number of on number of underrepresented entrepreneurs impacted or number of product credits given to nonprofits through these different types of grants? I think that's something that I'm very focused on moving into 2024 is, is thinking about what those higher level metrics are and how we can actually measure towards those. So we've been talking a lot about the social impact side of things. And of course, there's this kind of looming topic of ESG. And out of curiosity, is that starting to become um, higher on your priority list at Fiverr? Or are you still really focused on the the social impact strategy and building out the the programming that uh, Fiverr currently has? Yeah, so I see the work that I do, the different programs and partnerships as an input to ESG. The way it works at Fiverr is we've actually been doing annual ASG reports since 2020. So we just released our third annual report. And that process is currently led by Fiverr's legal team and investor relations team. And so they're working with myself and a number of other cross-functional leaders across the organization to to create that report. Um, And so we are in contact pretty regularly with the teams responsible for creating that report. Um, and, and tied to your question of measurement, working on setting goals that make sense for the both of us. Got it, got it. And so your your overall social impact strategy is still in its early stages. And I'm really curious to learn more, like your vision for the program and, and how you see this evolving over time. Is there anything specific that you're really excited about in terms of what Fiverr can create or what it already has and then expanding on you know, what it already has going on for itself? Yeah, I think we have these really exciting community-based impact programs that we're spearheading. I'm really excited, and this will be a focus for me moving into 2024, to think about how Fiverr can support nonprofits at scale. So right now, the way that we're supporting nonprofits, that's our third focus area, nonprofit impact, is mainly through donation and volunteering work coming out of that Colors Foundation that we have. But I'm really, really interested in thinking about 
how Fiverr can amplify nonprofit impact in different ways. So we know that nonprofits already come to Fiverr. I think we had around 5,000 nonprofits use the platform in 2022, and that number is growing. And it's really interesting for me to start to think about how we can provide support to those organizations, how we can establish Fiverr as a more well-known resource for the nonprofit community. Especially we know that nonprofits can be resource constrained and freelancing to me seems like a very natural fit or solution to that. So yeah, there, there's some ideas I've been playing around with. I did a big um, like research project to understand how nonprofits are currently using our platform. That was kind of the first phase. And now the second phase moving into 2024 will be understanding how we can support them and position ourselves as a company that's really looking to scale nonprofit impact. Can you talk about that research at all and some of the ideas you're kicking around? Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Um, we, in the past, we've actually done a small program where we gave nonprofit discounts. Um, and so that's naturally one of the ideas that I have is thinking about, you know, a permanent discount that nonprofits can use when using the platform. And so, yeah, I think it's it's really interesting to think about where we can step in for nonprofits. Product discounts is just one idea, but I think there are a couple of others that we're in the very, very early stages of exploring. I don't even think we're at exploring it yet. I've just been jotting them down, um, but it's something that I'm really excited about and, and somewhere where I want to kind of pull what it means, what social impact means at Fiverr. I think right now it means, you know, these accelerator programs, these incubator programs for underrepresented entrepreneurs. Um, and I would love to kind of step into the world of supporting nonprofits. I love the fact that you really dove into the data to understand how nonprofits are using Fiverr to then figure out what you can offer them from a program or initiative perspective. And I think that's a that's something that really, if, if possible, every social impact leader should do. Because it's really easy to to create a program and it's like, okay, we're going to do some volunteering, we're going to do some donations. But in terms of A, having a much bigger impact, and then B, having that program have some longevity to it, you need to understand how your your community is using your product or service or, or just ways that your company can best impact the communities that it serves or that it's located in. Exactly. And this kind of touches on what I mentioned earlier around understanding the truly what the the group that you intend to support, what their needs really are. Um, we've also talked about doing informational interviews with nonprofit leaders to understand what their gaps are, if they've used Fiverr, what they like about it, what they feel is missing, and kind of building a program or an offering based off of that. It's almost like building a product. You know, when you're building a product, you have product managers who do interviews with potential customers or your target audience to understand like what problems do they have and what solutions are they looking for, and then taking that information back to your team and then building your product around that. So it sounds like what I'm hearing, at least building a program, taking those kind of elements of like building a product can help you create a more effective program. Definitely. And I think you touched on an important piece, which is longevity and building yes. something that lasts and continues to have impact for these nonprofits for, for years to come. 
that's the the missing link longevity like how can we it's it's fairly you know as long as you have buy-in from executive teams and whatnot it's fairly straightforward to create a program but can this program stand the test of time you know 10 years from now is this program still around or and obviously evolved more than what it started as i think that's that's the also the challenging part too is creating something that has that longevity especially when it comes to um, you know the ebbs and flows of the market and how, unfortunately, uh, social impact leaders are on the hook when it comes to layoffs and whatnot, because a lot of times these programs are not revenue generators. And so when you're not a revenue generator, you're kind of the first one executives look at, like, do we really need this right now? Um, and so and that's actually something that uh, I've been having conversations with uh, several social impact leaders uh, about is, you know, how can social impact be a more integral part of a business. And it sounds like, well, what you're doing at Fiverr in terms of connecting your programs and initiatives back to business outcomes is a really good starting point. Definitely. I also think it it depends where you're kind of sitting within the organization. So I'm sitting on the community team, which sits under the marketing team. And so it's a bit easier to kind of tie some of our um, outcomes and impact to some of the broader marketing goals of, of storytelling, um, awareness, growth. So that's a really good point because not every social impact program or, or function is under the marketing team. Some sometimes sometimes are under the HR team or sometimes are under people ops or you know there's so many different places that this function can sit under and depending on where it sits, either have more visibility into potential outcomes you can align with or less visibility. And I think it's really important to, regardless of, of where you sit uh, in, in the greater departments, being able to have those relationships with marketing leaders, sales leaders, et cetera, to find out how you can tie your work back into you know, what their goals are. And it just makes social impact so much more sticky. Definitely. And I think that's also been a conversation at Fiverr that has come up a couple of times. I'm in a really fortunate position where Fiverr and, and the people who work at Fiverr are actually really inspired by social impact. And there's always a lot of great ideas coming about. Um, and there's come up the conversation in the past of well, what is social impact? What is maybe purpose-driven marketing, for example? Are they different? Are they one and the same? Um, and if it is social impact, how can we make sure that this is supporting the broader strategy that we've worked to create at the at the kind of org level? The more research that I do and the more conversations I have, the more I realize that social impact has so many ways of impacting a business. It's not just about the volunteering and the employee engagement and the product discounts and donations and whatnot. There's procurement. There's lots of you can you can do in that regards. Um, obviously, people ops and HR, marketing. There's so many ways that this function can impact a business. And I think we're just scratching the surface and understanding the full impact of this role. And you are a team of one. Yes. So I sit under the community team. Um, and so I'm the, the dedicated social impact hire, as I mentioned, but there are other people touching this work across the org. 
that's what I wanted to touch on is how are you uh, working with other colleagues to expand the work that you're doing? Because obviously a team of one, you can only do so much. Definitely. So we have a monthly with all the different stakeholders touching this work. Um, and that's really a place for us to share updates on what we're working on, for me to inform them about the strategy and kind of where we're trying to go with it. And I think a really good example of a way that I've I've worked cross-functionally with some of these folks is um, the project manager owning our Colors Foundation and the work for volunteerism and donations are coming out of him. Um, he has a really robust system for volunteering in Israel. And one of our bigger collaborations together was expanding um, skills-based volunteering opportunities to the United States. And so I had worked to find a partner and we actually combined two of our programs. So that small business Kickstarter I had mentioned earlier, where we're giving product credits to folks. Um, we worked with a nonprofit to find volunteers and have those volunteers give webinars, topic-based webinars to these entrepreneurs, and then also have them action on their learnings through using services on Fiverr. Um, and so that's just one example of how we've started to work together to kind of amplify each other's work. One thing I want to get to is when you think about your experiences, your career experiences up until now, what are some of the lessons that you've learned when it comes to building a social impact function, especially at a public company? Yeah, I think the first thing is just the power of cross-functional collaboration and bringing other teams in early on in the idea stage um, and in terms of executing as well. Obviously, I'm responsible for a number of different programs, but I'm not the only one executing on these programs. So when we have, you know, webinars, we're bringing in our customer success team to lead some of those with, with nonprofits. And I think, you know, looping in people to your vision and what you're trying to achieve is, is super important. Okay. This is going to be the last question. And this is a question I like to ask every person that I interview. And you, you alluded to it a little bit when we first started the conversation, but when it comes to the work that you do, what is your why? Why do you do the work that you do? Yeah, that's a, a really good question and very timely because we actually just launched a program for young entrepreneurs in the UK and the first session was all about their why. And they were talking about why they did what they did. And I had to give a bit of a presentation and talk about why I do what I do. So it's a little bit top of mind for me. But um, I think just seeing that one-on-one -on -one impact, and I talked about it a bit when I was a teacher in Colombia, um, is seeing yeah, just the impact that you have with the people you work with. I think I lost that just a little bit when I was in consulting and doing um, project-based work like that. But I think now being at Fiverr, working very closely with these entrepreneurs who are benefiting from our programs, I'm able to see you know, how the work that I'm pushing for internally is affecting them. And I think that's a really cool experience. 
Michelle, thank you so much for joining me and give me the background of your career and giving me a little bit of, uh, of a sneak peek, if you will, behind the curtain of Fiverr's social impact efforts. I got a lot out of this conversation. I know the audience who will be listening in will too. Awesome. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Social Impact World, the exclusive community for social impact leaders. To learn more, go to www.socialimpactworld.com. I'm Jeremy Brown, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Behind the Impact.